It's January and cold outside, at least in Minnesota, where I live. So I've decided you and I are going to ring in the new year with my top four spiciest episodes from season one. You know how I love my post-divorce out-of-the-box topics like kink and solo play and how to be a boss in the bedroom after divorce. So listen in every Wednesday this month and turn up the heat with me. Then join me for season two of Sadie's Divorced and Happy in February, where every episode will include burning questions, even spicier conversations, and tips to happiness. Divorce isn't the end, it is just the beginning to your delicious act two and a time to reclaim your happiness. So grab a hot drink and invite your friends to join in. I look forward to connecting with you on Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Kink, the mysterious word that I did not fully appreciate nor even hardly understand until after my divorce. Prior to divorce, I had no idea what a gag ball was, nor that wax was used for anything other than candles. Before my divorce, bondage was a religious reference, and ice was only used to chill beverages. Thanks to kink, that is no longer the case. I fortunately am a curious person, and I'm sure you are as well. And that has always made me very drawn to the non-conventional mindset. And so really, it's no surprise that the world of kink appeals to me. And it just sparks my imagination. I mean, who doesn't enjoy a fun role play from time to time? I've shared this on earlier episodes, but sadly, in my young adult years, I never felt like I had a lot of choices around sex. Sex was all pretty vanilla. Adding kink to my sex life, it's like being at the best all-you-can-eat buffet. It's like adding the rainbow, okay? It's just so much more colorful and sparkly and delicious. And through kink, I have also learned a different way to feel empowered in the bedroom and, you know, just to explore and be so creative. It's fair to say on this episode that experimenting with kink for me has made sex a lot more interesting, like a lot, a lot. And I love variety, and kink provides an abundance of that. Maybe you haven't yet decided if you're a gag ball kind of gal or a paddle kind of guy. That's okay. But you're here, and you're listening, and you're curious like me, and you desire to expand your sexual palate. You don't get out of the box you were in before your divorce. And this episode, it's going to be so playful for you. It's going to help you explore your kinky side. And my guest, Sarah Rosen, she's a sex therapist. She's fantastic. She's hilarious. She's very real. She's very juicy. And she is ready to help you get your kink on after divorce. Now, let's begin the naughty fun with some burning questions. Burning questions. Let's turn up the heat for 60 seconds. Well, are you ready for it to get hot in here? My lovely guest, sex therapist, Sarah Rosen. Hello. Thank you for having me. All right. We're going to start with some burning kinky questions. I know I'm excited for this portion right now. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. These questions have been tailored just for you. And your goal is to answer as many as you can in 60 seconds. You strike me as a lady with some serious stamina. So I'm certain you'll have no problem nailing a lot of them. I know. I'm so funny on this morning here. Here we go. I love it. I love it. (laughs) She's going to nail them. Listener, here she goes. All right, Sarah Rosen, can you ever have too many toys in the bedroom? No, 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 no. 
Would you rather be spanked or bitten? I'd rather do the spanking and the biting. What's your favorite naughty word? I like the word cock. That's pretty vanilla though, but I like that word. If Disney had a kink princess, what would her name be? Ooh, I want to go with Tinkerella. Cock rings are? Really fun, especially when they vibrate. What's your biggest turn on? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I mean, I like nerds. What's your favorite role play scenario? Ooh, I think that I like, ah, I, I really like to get into the fantasy land. I really like well-developed fantasies. Give me a few days. Let's uh, explore some erotica and get creative. Does sex standing up really work like it does in the movies? No, <laughs> no. Are you dominant or submissive in the bedroom? Dominant, 100%. Do you carry a vibrator with you at all times? If I'm going on vacation, depends where I'm going. What's your favorite flavor of lubricant? I love CBD, no flavor. Scale from one to 10, how much do you enjoy bondage? I'm at a 10. I'm definitely at a 10. I practice what I preach. Fill in the blank. Kink is? Raw, authentic, God, beautiful, intimate. All right, well, my windows are officially steamed up over here. Yeah, you got me a little fired up over here. The heat is on officially on today's episode. That was very freeing and fun for me. How was it for you, sex goddess? Yes, that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm ready to get into this. Okay, well, we're going to do just that. So Sarah Rosen, kink expert. That's fun to say. What is kink and how do we get more kink on after a divorce? Okay, so a kink is any non- normative or non-traditional sexual behavior and a fetish let me just say is usually an attraction to a non-general body part or object so i like to use the example of a foot kink and a foot fetish you could have a foot kink for having your feet tickled but maybe you have a foot fetish and you're attracted to feet i have neither thanks for clarifying though hey whatever works right exactly a lot of men i have learned though do like the feet they do like the feet sarah oh my god i have like so many clients that come in that are just so embarrassed. You're like, I like feet. What's wrong with me? And I'm like, nothing. Actually, you're pretty vanilla. If that's what you like. <laughs> it's pretty mainstream. Okay. Well, I know that you are ready to share with the listener how he or she can get her kink on or his kink on after a divorce, which is so fun. Yeah. So people have better sex after a divorce. Like that's just a fact because when, after you've gone through a divorce, you're so much more intentional about your sexuality, your next relationships you know, you have a better idea of what you want and you have a very clear idea of what you do not want. That is so true. Yes, yes. And I will say that couples who are on their second marriages, um, they use couples therapy as like a preventive measure, which is really what it's meant for, where couples in their first marriage, they'll come beyond the point of crisis. Like honestly, sometimes beyond the point of repair um, because there's such a taboo and it's like the absolute last resort but couples who, they, they just know what they're doing. They've been through it. They're like, you know, we don't want to go there again. Let's work on this. The taboo is gone. The remarried couples. The remarried the, couples. The ones in their act two. And the ones in their act two. And I also, I love my clients that they've been, you know, they've been married for 10, 15 years. And usually like they're not having great sex in their first marriage, which is a big yeah, factor happens. in divorce. It happens. Right? So like, and I like to call it your whole phase. Like when you get divorced, you're like, oh my God, I'm single again. Like I can have sex with whoever I want. It's kind of like having a tramp stamp, but not needing the tramp stamp because you are the tramp stamp. Mm. But anyway, I digress. 
Yes. And, you know, when a lot of people, especially people who get married young and, you know, older generations, like more of the, the boomers, you know, no sex before marriage, they, they get into a marriage and they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they like. And people who have more sex before marriage have better sex in their marriages. Well, then if I ever get remarried, Sarah, I'm going to have such amazing sex. In yes, marriage. yes, you will. Yes, you will. Oh, okay. Okay. That's something to look forward to when it comes to remarrying. Okay, Sadie. So my three suggestions for getting into kink. So I'm going to give you the overview, explore, talk, do. Okay. So how do you explore your kinks? So solo sex is so important. So, so, so important. And it's so fun. Yes. It's it's so so fun. fun. I had no idea until my divorce. I had no idea. you didn't masturbate until you got divorced. I didn't. And it, I, I just did it last night. So fun. But anyway, uh, so explore. Yeah. So explore what you like. That's another thing. A lot of people in their first marriages are like, they can't even talk about masturbation with their partner. And once you like are on your own, you're like, I can have sex toys everywhere. Like, and I, ha- like, <laughs> like, I like one of your episodes. You said, keep it in your nice and keep it in your shower. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you? It's in not your a handbag. I mean, on the go. Why not? I know people who like wear little tiny vibrators on their necklace and there's some really cute creative stuff out there so explore i'm a big fan of porn porn is of course it's not sex education right it's entertainment but you can learn so much about your own fantasies from watching porn and you can very safely be exposed to kinks that like you would never have been exposed to in your normal day-to-day life a lot of exploring i did a lot of that after my divorce i still enjoy the exploring and i have really learned how to have good sex with myself because of all that exploring. So listener, explore, explore, explore. Have so much fun with it. Literally go, go fuck yourself. Wait, can I curse here? (laughs) Today we are doing that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Or go, go after yourself. Like I love it. And if you don't know what feels good for you, how can someone else figure it out? And it's fun to know what you like in the bedroom. It's very empowering. Yeah. Exploring yeah. will lead to that empowerment, won't it? Yes, absolutely. It feels good to, to like be able to take charge of that. To also to feel so connected with your own body, especially ladies, look in the mirror at your vulva. See what's going on down there. It's great. You're going to love it. See what feels good. I mean, I think that there's just such a focus on penetrative sex and like most vulva owners do not orgasm from penetrative sex. Most women don't, right? But especially in a in a stale marriage where you're having super vanilla sex, like there's this expectation that that's how sex works and it's just so, so, so just inaccurate. So toys will really, really help you explore that. And I love the idea of a dual purpose toy, like toys that they have the clitoral vibration, then they have the internal piece. So like there are some that are super bendable, like Laura DiCarlo makes a lot of really cool high tech advanced toys. So you can have like one piece on your clit, something on your butt, or like even closer between your urethra and vaginal opening and clit. Um, Cat creative. And these are the things that when you meet a new partner, you might not feel comfortable enough saying like, hey, can you lick my urethra? I don't know. Um, you know, like, I've never said so that. Like, I, don't, I, I haven't yeah, done that yet. Who, Good who point, knows? Sarah. You, you might like it. Why, like, why not? Why I'm not? sure I would. So, yeah, right? So like exploring that on your own can really help you to direct your sexual partners. And I also tell folks like mutual masturbation is so, so important. And you can, well, I think it's so sexy to watch a partner masturbate. And also you can learn a lot about what they like, but you have to know what you like to be able to do that successfully. 
Okay, so we have the exploring down. Yes, yes. Now yes. what? Now what does the listener do to okay, get her so now, and his kink on? If you're solo, talk with your friends. See what they're doing in bed. Talk with your couple's friends. And, you know, maybe if you're like, I can't talk about sex with my friends. Be the friend that normalizes sex and friendships. Yes, please be, be the that person- friend. Be that yes. friend. Your friends will and appreciate you being that friend. Sadie, I have to say, you and I, our friends are so lucky to have us. They are. Our friends are so lucky, right? We have I tell a lot my of friends spice. We have a lot time. of flavor, don't we? Yes, we do. We do. You want to be that friend. People love that person. And you have so many people who are just so isolated in their own sexualities because they, they've never spoken about it with anyone else. So talking about sex is, is not just for the people that you're having sex with. Talk about it with people in your life. See what they're doing. So talking about exploring kink with a new partner uh that could be very daunting super super intimidating if you like something that you feel like is weird right so you don't have to come out with all of it at once you can really dip your toe in and see where they're at you can even say hey let's watch this movie where you know that that specific sex act is going to happen gauge their reactions see how they feel about it say hey, I was watching this porn and I saw something that I was super interested in. Like, what do you think about this? Or say, you know, my my strategy I've used where I have asked a man that I'm dating, show me some porn you like, because it really tells you right away kind of what he's into. I find it helpful. I think so too. Porn is your friend. Porn is your friend. And I will hear a lot of women say, but you know, my partner is watching porn and I don't look like those porn stars. Well, most of us don't look like porn stars. And he doesn't They're either, good. sidebar. So just right? pile that away. Right. right. That's a really good point. And, you know, they're exaggerated body types for for entertainment and they're great, perfect in their own way. But a lot of times when you're masturbating to porn, it's not necessarily the person that you're attracted to. It's the act, which is why I have a lot of straight women who watch lesbian porn. I've never done that either. I'll file that away. You're you're going to have a lot to do after. (laughs) Good thing I have the (laughs) afternoon to myself, Sarah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So Um, so talking, so what happens when say I'm talking to a partner and he isn't as interested in what I like? What happens then? No two people are going to like the exact same thing in bed. No two people have the exact same appetite, the exact same bedtime, right? So like acknowledge the fact that it's okay if your partner doesn't like what you like. Hopefully there's a good amount of overlap where you can have a good sex life. And you know, if they don't like something that's really important to you, that's okay if that's a priority to you and you're like, you know what, it's important for me to find someone who likes this. So for the partner who is hearing something that they're their partner likes that they are maybe afraid of or grossed out by or shocked, the worst thing you can do is make your partner feel weird or judged. You're just going to isolate them from you. And like, you you don't have to like it, but you do have to be respectful towards them. Like you wouldn't want anyone mocking your fantasies and we all like some kind of weird shit. Well, there's a spectrum from asexual to super freaky and we're all somewhere on that spectrum. And would you want anyone to shame you for wherever you're at just because your sexuality doesn't look like someone else's? No, that would be so mean. I see it as creative expression. I think sex is a form of creative expression and we all express ourselves differently creatively. Yeah, absolutely. It's just this raw part of humanity, especially kinky sex. What I'm learning today is I'm going to explore, which I've done a lot of, so fun. I'm going to talk. I have practiced the talking. Enjoy that. It's been Mm -hmm. a positive experience. And now Mm -hmm. what does a listener do? Okay, so putting this into action, you've talked about it with your partner, maybe with your friend, and you're you're gonna try this thing now keep in mind no one most people are not good at something the first time they try it right so repetition is part of the success path yes yeah practice makes perfect 
perfect. So like, if you're trying this elaborate scene and like the, the cuffing doesn't go well, or like you can't get something out of the package, or, you know, get your toys out of the package beforehand. If you're doing something for the first time, that, oh, side tangent, planned sex, I think is just so important because have all that stuff ready, have your tools ready. Anyway, okay. So expect that things might go wrong and that's okay. Be able to laugh with your partner. Sometimes silly things happen when you're having sex. You don't, don't laugh at them. You can like giggle about something and then get back into the scene. And if one thing goes wrong, it's not all ruined. And maybe, you know, you fantasize about something, you've talked about it with your partner, you guys have tried it and you're like, you know what? That works better as a fantasy and not so much as an action. And that's okay. And that is okay. It's fun just to think naughty thoughts sometimes. Don't always have to act it out. You could just share your naughty thoughts with each other sometimes. That's a sexy thing to do. Oh my gosh. You can be having sex with someone and describe the gangbang that you want to be a part of. And maybe that doesn't have to mean that you want to be a part of a gangbang, you know, if if you do or don't, but right? Just using it as dirty talk. Use dirty talk. Dirty talk is your friend. And you you don't have to do everything that you're saying. So I'm hearing explore, talk, do around how to get your kink on after divorce. Like take it step by step. You don't go from A to Z, right? And ease into it and explore. You're going to learn things that you like in theory, not in practice and vice versa. Be kind to yourself, allow yourself to explore and figure out what's going on. And you don't have to know what you like. Learn what you like by doing and exploring and talking. Sarah, I knew this chat would be so juicy and playful and fun. And I know I am going to enjoy doing more exploring, talking and doing around this whole kink this whole thing called kink that I have learned about since my divorce. Do you have any final words of spicy, fun encouragement for the listener today? Yes, I have some homework for our listeners. So how do you figure out what, what you like? Where, where do you find all the things that, that there are to like? So there's this website that I love. It's called myfet.com. And it's like a cam girl site, but you can look at their list of kinks and fetishes and they have the most exhaustive list of kinks I have ever seen in my life. I would really encourage everyone to go check that out and see something that might be appealing to you that you had never considered before that you didn't realize was a thing. Or maybe if you're like, I like something and this is really weird, no one else is going to like it. Just to see it listed there is, oh, this is an option. This is something that people like want to do with other people or with themselves. So to normalize that or even to explore myfet.com. Love it. Fantastic. Well, this chat has been a quickie. <laughs> But I, I found it, it very satisfying. Fun. I found it very satisfying, Sarah Rosen. Also, you know what else, what else I find very satisfying? I find your Instagram page very satisfying. It's so informative and playful and colorful. So listener, find Sarah on Instagram. How can the listener do that? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at The Kink Therapist. The Kink Therapist. and. Yes. You offer sex therapy sessions. Yeah. So for individuals, for couples, and my focus is on kink, polyamory. I do a lot of work with sex workers. I do a lot of work with couples. So yeah, I'm on Long Island. I'm in New York. So if you're in the North, in the New York area, find me on Instagram. Reach out to me if you want to schedule a session. Let's talk. Let's get a little kinky. Let's explore it together. I plan to get a little kinky after this fun conversation. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being part of this episode. Very playful. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. I hope you get spanked and bitten soon, very soon. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Talking about all that kink and ways to get creative in the bedroom, all that makes me just feel so happy. And what else makes me feel happy? 
sharing some tips to happiness with you. Say these tips to happiness. So after you've boosted your oxytocin or your dopamine levels with all of your kinky fun play, be sure to boost the ultimate happiness chemical, serotonin. All right, we're going to talk about five ways that you can do this naturally and for free. Naturally and for free. That sounds good, right? First, I want you to exercise. Take yourself for a walk or a bike ride, maybe a swim. It's hot out. It's summer. Find a lake. Splash around. I live in Minnesota, so lakes are everywhere. Exercise. Get your exercise on. Number two, while you're exercising, sit in the sunshine. 15 minutes outside every day boosts your serotonin levels. That's amazing. It's easy. It's breezy. Just make sure you wear some sunscreen. I know, I'm a mother. I'm being mothering right now with you, and that's fine. Number three, I want you to practice some meditation. Get your zen on. It's as simple as focusing on your breath for five to 10 minutes. In, out, in, out. This is so fun to breathe, right? And while you're breathing, you should play some Mozart or some classical music because that will immediately boost your serotonin levels. Number five, spend some time in the best place ever. Nature, literally smell the roses, hug a tree, or at minimum, look affectionately at one. I sure have enjoyed this out-of-the-box spicy episode with you. And I want to thank my guest, sex therapist, Sarah Rosen, for her great tips and how we can all get our kink on after divorce. Now, be sure to do your homework and visit myfet.com. That's M-Y-F-E-T dot com. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, one of the spiciest episodes of season one of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. You can find all of my episodes on my website at divorcedandhappy.net or on any podcast platform. Be sure to also follow, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. If you enjoyed today's episode or if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, I would love it if you would consider buying me a cup of coffee. It's easy. Just go to buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie and you can buy me a cup or two online and I thank you for your support. And be sure to join me for season two of Sadie's Divorced and Happy in February, where every episode will include burning questions, even spicier conversations and tips to happiness. I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Until then, you take good care.